With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Today in Watching Your Wealth, we'll look at the Super Bowl predictor and what it could mean for your investments. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Bill Power is a news editor at the Wall Street Journal. He edits monthly mutual fund sections and is a former Wall Street reporter. Welcome, Bill. Happy to be here. Great to have you. So, Bill, what is the Super Bowl predictor? Well, first of all, it's just for fun. Whenever we talk about this, people say, hey, this isn't a real thing. But it's a way of predicting where the stock market is headed. And put simply... Uh, when a original National Football League team wins the Super Bowl, the market goes up that year. If they don't win, the market goes down. And this has worked after 50, after 40 of the 50 Super Bowls. So that's about an 80% accuracy rate. And there's no great rhyme or reason or science to it except that it works. So we have fun with it every year. Great. So it's fun, not scientific, as you said. So what is it predicting this year? Um, well, we have to wait for the Super Bowl, but the way it's, it works is if the Atlanta Falcons win, they're an original NFL team, the market will go up for 2017. If the Patriots win, the market will go down because the Patriots come from the old AFL. Got you. So that's it in a nutshell. Okay, so when has this indicator not worked? You said it doesn't always work. Yes, it didn't work last year. It had worked for seven straight years, which got people pretty excited until last year when it didn't work. And for the second time, Denver basically messed it up. No offense to Denver. <laughs> but they're an old AFL team, so when they win, the market's supposed to go down. But as as you know, the market went up for 2016. Um, but it had been on a great streak before then. Indeed. Now, Bill, there's no shortage of quirky indicators or market predictors. What advice do you have for investors when they're looking at these indicators and following them? Well, we have fun with this one because so many of the the so-called serious indicators don't work, and economic indicators often mislead you. So we have fun with some of these fun indicators, but obviously it's it's just to have a little humor surrounding the Super Bowl. You shouldn't bet any of your your money on it. The other thing I should probably disclose is one of the reasons the Super Bowl predictor works so well is that it counts the Pittsburgh Steelers as an original NFL team, even though they're now in the American Conference. And they they win a lot of Super Bowls, and the market went up every time they won. So some people think of this as an American slash national indicator, but you have to remember it's original NFL team versus non-original. But bottom line is 80% is still pretty mind-boggling. That is, indeed. So give me your prediction for the big game. My prediction for the game is I I should disclose I'm an Eagles fan, (laughs) and we've only gotten in there twice and we lost. So you're bitter. (laughs) So I'm very bitter and bitter against the Patriots because they beat us. We all are. (laughs) 
I'm a Jets so, fan. I have to be bitter against the Patriots. There you go. Well, you won one time. Yeah. In fact, I should have checked my chart to see what the market did in 1969. <laughs> so long right ago. So okay, we'll, we'll pretend that we weren't alive. <laughs> right, indeed. Actually, I do have it in front of me. It predicted a down market, and the market did go down. Oh. So it worked. Good job with the Jets. Thanks, Jets, again. Um, well, it went down 15% that year. Ouch. Oh, man, I don't want to blame something else on the Jets. It was I, way before you were born. It, it was, but um, <laughs> at least the Jets fans had a nice victory to yeah. remember, and that, that will last us for another couple 40-something years, I guess. Um, That's how it works. If you're bullish, Falcons, bearish, Patriots. Got it. Got it. As we point out, the Patriots could deflate the market. I'm going to use that band <laughs> about 10 times. I believe it, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, they've done it before. Oh, okay. Well, um, thank you so much, Bill. Would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz? Be happy to. Cool. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Hi, this is Paul Gigo, host of the Potomac Watch podcast. Join me and my colleagues every week as we dissect all of the latest happenings in Washington. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Play Music app. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for WSJ editor Bill Power to take our fun financial quiz. Bill, you ready? I'm on the spot. All right. Best money advice you ever heard? Uh, don't check your 401k statement every day. Good one. Worst money advice you ever heard? Uh, probably to ignore the Dow because it's past its prime. Hmm. But um, it, it's still a famous indicator. Indeed. Fill in the blank. Money can buy. Season tickets. Money can't buy. Her heart. Aw, nice for Valentine's Day. It's February. That's sweet. A very nice touch. If you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? Probably pay off some debt, give some to family, and then some to charity. Very nice. Thanks so much for joining us, Bill. It was fun. Very fun. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wshay.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices.